Acid for the Children. Chaotic Innocence in the Form of a Man. So, uh, Acid for the Children by Flea. Uh, if you don't know Flea, plays bass for Red Hot Chili Peppers. And uh, that, that, is, that is Flea. Um, <laughs> his name is Michael Bowsery. Um, I hope I pronounced that correctly. But uh, it is a memoir, not an autobiography. There is a difference, and I will get to that later because it is important when I talk about where it sits on my shelf and why. Um, as I already mentioned, Flea wrote his memoir. Uh, it was published in 2019. It is innocent, deep, casual, poetic, explicit, apologetic, humble, honest, lyrical, bright, beautiful, spiritual. Those are the words that come to mind uh, when I'm thinking of, of describing it. Um, let's get into it. I will tell you, there's not going to be spoilers, but there will be things that will help you if you want to decide if you want to read it or not, if you want to purchase it, if you want to borrow it, whatever. Um, one, I, I would say, and this will be towards the end, it is basically a warning. Uh, maybe it won't be towards the end. I don't know when I'm going to put it in there. It's not a spoiler, but it's something I wish I knew before I read the book. And I guess I did know because my partner read the book first. And kind of told me, like, I don't know if you're going to like it because of this thing. And we'll get into that later. So, uh, emotions that I felt. I mean, it, 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 I don't know if nostalgia is an emotion, but it definitely made me feel reflective and nostalgic. Um, there's got to, I know it's probably like a German word or maybe Japanese, but like, I don't know why, how to explain why those two things are on the same plane. But there's just like, in certain languages, they have very specific words for certain feelings and emotions. And I feel like there must be a word for nostalgia for a thing that you've never experienced. Because that's how this made me feel. And love. That was the other overwhelming emotion that I felt while reading this book. Um, I mean, I will talk about my frustration with the book as well, but that isn't something that I think most... Oh, it depends on your expectations. And, and so I'll get into that in a bit. I have one sentence that I'm going to pull from the book in order to summarize the book, and I'll expound on that a little bit. But I'm not going to give you, like, this is what was in the book, just a summary of whatever. Like, it's about Flea. It's, it's his memoir, which I will need to specify what that means versus an autobiography. But it is about him and his life um, and recounting certain events and, and things of that nature. And that's, that's what this is. Here's the line that I'm going to choose just to give you a feeling of the book. We were high and innocent enough to get out of the way and let the universe work. It's a line that's towards the end of the book. It's like within the last 10 pages of the book. And it just, to me, encapsulated so much of what happens here. And the word innocent is very specific too. For me, when I read this book, I felt... That, that word came to me a lot, and I started thinking of Flea as just, like, this purely innocent soul who just is, like, free from judgment so much of other people, and 
despite the fact that he experiences a lot of trauma. I shouldn't say that. He experiences events that are intense and extreme that would lead other people to trauma. They would be traumatic events. But he just doesn't hold hatred. He doesn't hold anger. He doesn't hold those things. And I just thought so much of like Flea being this beautiful animal <laughs> because like I just don't attribute that as a, a that innocence as a as, as a human characteristic it's really difficult um and I think at a certain age you go through enough experiences where you lose that innocence and people equate innocence with childhood so much and, and infants and things I think of uh, of dogs I think of like Certain animals that, that, you know, obviously live very instinctually and don't have a lot of the type of consciousness that we have and how we separate ourselves and the deliberateness in their actions based off of things like experiences. Um, yet Flea seems to have that. And so, yeah, I... Hopefully. <laughs> I just that word innocent is so perfect. We were high and innocent enough to get out of the way and let the universe work. So Flea discusses basically his upbringing, where he was born, where he was from, his parents, his home life. Um, he discusses those things basically until I would say his late teens, early twenties, and then the book's done. So, to me, that's, that's something that I wish I would have known before I read the book. I'm happy I read the book, but I feel the need to, to tell you this because the book doesn't tell you this. And I feel that it is, to a degree, a misrepresentation based off of expectation. And obviously, this would be in favor like the, the, the publishers would have done certain things in order to try to sell the book. The book doesn't tell you that it ends as Red Hot Chili Peppers begins. A memoir, as I have learned, as of today, when I decided to research the difference between a memoir and an autobiography, or a biography, is that a biography or an autobiography takes into the account this person's life from like birth until that present moment when they're writing. It is, it is of their life and historical, factual events and usually in chronological order. A memoir is very purposely taking a certain section, a certain part of their life. And um, a lot of smaller tidbits and memories stitched together, sometimes in a very specific vein or topic or theme. I wouldn't have been excited or as excited to read this book had I known that we don't really discuss Red Hot Chili Peppers. The very origins, the origin story is there and then we're done with the book and that's it. It's over. I still enjoyed the book. I'm glad that I read it and depending on who you are, I would impress upon you that you read it because you can get a lot out of it. I am a Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. 
I have read uh, Scar Tissue by Anthony Kiedis quite a long time ago. Oh, uh, what year is it? I don't know, like 15-ish years ago I read that. I don't remember a lot about it. I don't remember how much he talked about Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, at that period of time when he wrote it, I think Californication came out. And that's where they were at in their career. So I just don't remember how much he he wrote about that. Maybe he didn't. I don't remember. And I don't remember if it was categorized as a memoir or an autobiography. But I'm telling you here, it is a memoir. And it's, it says that on the cover. And now I know the difference. And that would have made me ask questions. And I wondered, like, how much of his life does this encapsulate? It's a pretty big book. The, the other thing. So I'm going to get into some logistics of things that I didn't like. And then I will expound more on the things that I did like. And explain why it's innocent and beautiful and spiritual and all those things. So, um, oh, the, the, the physical book. Okay. We've got a very thick, I mean, it's also hardcover um, as well. But we're getting into 380 pages of this book. Most of the chapters are a page, not even a full page, sometimes two pages. Very rarely are they four pages or, or more, uh, incredibly rarely. Towards the end, we get some like four or five page chapters. And in some ways, it makes the titles of these chapters completely insignificant because it's not like I can remember, oh yes, we have chapter that chapter like you may as well have just numbered them or not had any and i think that would have felt better from an aesthetic perspective but also just from a general reader perspective of like why did i read the title of that because it doesn't really inform much and when you read if you were to read 10 pages you might blow through seven chapters and have different titles and you're just like what i don't even know what the significance of that was for more than 30 seconds because we're on to something else now uh, I don't know how much of that was, was Flea's um, direction versus the publisher because there's a lot of research that goes into things and like how many pages does someone want to read and if it's a certain thickness and a certain size people are going to also maybe interpret that this is about your whole life up to this point and not just the first third of your life that you've lived by the time you wrote this it is you know it doesn't have anything about the chili peppers and yet this blurb here does not does not specify that this is just about his childhood at all. Um, you know, and, and reading in here, the uh, the jacket and whatever, it doesn't say like, um, hey, this coming of age story ends at this point. Like it doesn't it doesn't mention it, right? Uh, the size of the book alone, I, I people have written autobiographies in this size. Also. There's no reason it needs to be this this long. Like, you could have this book cut in half if you just combined some of those chapters together. Because half a page means there's a half page of empty space, right? And then you've got the next page, and that only fills up this much. And there's so many of these things that could have combined into chapters. You could combine five to ten chapters into one, and it would make complete sense cohesively. It's, it's all there. It makes sense. The majority of the book is in chronological order, but not all of it. And in the middle slash towards the, the end, um, there's a couple points where it jumps ahead at something significant and then jumps back. And it doesn't really explicitly tell you it's doing that or why. 
And it's just, it's a little confusing in that aspect. And I don't think you want to confuse the reader, uh, which has been something I've talked about before. But anyway, overall, those are logistical things, they're aesthetic things, but I mean, it's unfortunate because I feel like if those are publisher-directed, which they very may well be, it's about money. It's about marketing, and that is so in contrast to the content of the book that it feels kind of weird. I kind of mentioned the thing about Flea and Innocence already. Uh, I believe the book is, is it gets pretty deep. Um, I mentioned it being casual and poetic and explicit all at once and lyrical. And I guess when I talk about the language, Flea goes from being incredibly poetic and lyrical in his diction. Um, and sometimes these are actually designated by italics, which is really interesting. And the way he describes certain things, mostly they're his feelings about events and not the events themselves. And then he will describe an event incredibly crass and, and, and just incredibly casual and explicitly. Well, he didn't need to do that, but that, I believe, plays to his honesty as a person. That is just how he's choosing to express these things. That's how he would do it. Going, you know, from one... It's not code switching, I don't think. It's just him expressing it the way he would to anyone. Um, he would express it that way. I mentioned it being apologetic because a lot of this book is, I mean, it's, it's him reflecting on things. And as he does that, he apologizes to different people at different times. Um, the humble thing, I mean, this is the opposite. If you have uh, listened to my reviews on Dennis Rodman's four autobiographies that I've read, Dennis Rodman is the king of humble brag. And it's horrible, especially in the last two books. Um, but Flea is just humble. He is just a, a conduit, you know, as he, as he speaks about for, for this musical muse, right? Um, beautiful and spiritual and bright. And I just think that he has just this energy that, again, is so beautiful in its innocence, in its rawness, in its honesty, and that he tries to do things with love. And when I say it's spiritual, I mean that is in a, in a universe type of way of, like, looking not at a specific deity but just of we are all one, we're here to serve and love and all those things, and it's incredibly positive. I would say that, that those who I think I, would enjoy this book, if you have a love for music, just period, a love of music, not I like music and I sometimes listen to this or that, love passionately music, you will get a lot out of this book, I feel. Um... If you are a musician yourself, a passionate musician who understands the love of music and art, then I believe you will also be into this book. Uh, again, like a love of music as a musician or a fan. Um, if you're really into biographies and memoirs, I think that you can get a lot out of this book. Some people read them indiscriminately. It's like they don't have to know the person. They just want to read it. They It's not like, oh, I really like this person. I want to read their stuff. Like No, they just like read memoirs indiscriminately despite who makes it it doesn't matter i think you would get a lot out of it if you like red hot chili peppers i still think that you would you would if you love red hot chili peppers and you want to know about flea um then this will help you know about flea but it will not help you learn about his experiences in the band or the band itself Except for the or like the the beginning, the inception of the band, and that is kind of it. Um, 
I think that if you were a musical person, again, who, who is very passionate about music, I think it could be an important book for you. But also, it's just, it's an honest piece of, of self. And I would say, if you love poetry, this book would be a book for you. If, if Not to say that he expresses poetry, but I just mean if you are connected in that emotional way, I think that you would really enjoy the reflective and beautiful nature in which Flea um, recounts his experiences and, and how he processes those and how he would like to continue living his life as well. I think that it is much more beyond entertainment in its function. I think that it is a great piece to use as, as again, um, it's reflective, right? I also would say for shelf placement, where is it on my shelf? I would say it's high on my shelf, but it's not top shelf. And part of that is because my own expectations, but the expectations that I was, I was led to believe a thing I feel because like, or talking about Flea, he's most famous as being Red Hot Chili Peppers, it talks about that, and yet we don't have, not as Red Hot Chili Peppers, being a member of Red Hot Chili Peppers, and yet we, we, we just touch the surface of that. There are memoirs that are presented as volume one, volume two, volume three, or this is my life in the band, and that's all that it is. It's not my whole life, which is my life in the band, or it's my life doing this thing, or my life doing this thing. We don't have that. There's no indicator here that this is just about his upbringing and then like late teens, early 20s, we just stop. No indication of that. They could have very easily done that, but that might have turned some people off if they just wanted to learn about his time in Red Hot Chili Peppers and just really get into that. Um, I think that it's really difficult for me because I would, I wish that I could... It's such a beautiful book that it sucks to not have it on my top shelf, but I want that other stuff. I want it, and it easily, size-wise, could have fit all in here. Um, he has a page in the book at the end, after the book is done. He makes some lists of like favorite books and favorite movies and things like that. And he says something about, like, volume two, and then, but it looks like a joke. And I don't know if it is or not. I'm just like, volume two, will Flea ever find love? Or, or whatever, like, that's how it's presented. And if there is a volume two, I would love to read it. And I would love, you know, um, there's so much beauty in this book. There really is. But again, you can't present it the way you presented it and not expect. It's just really hard. Like it's a product, but it's, but it shouldn't be treated as, there's so much push, push and pull with this book and the way I feel about it. Cause I, I loved it. It was, it's worth reading. Um, but if I'm giving it, an evaluation and a review and saying, where would I put this book on my shelf? Like it's high on my shelf. It really is. But top shelf, I, I just, it's really difficult to put that because of the expectations that are on it. And then this is also a lesson in maybe not having expectations of a thing, but this is the reality of putting out a product and that it is marketed a certain way for a certain reason. And unfortunately I believe that was a bit deceptive. Um, super worth the read, but I'm, I, you know, now you have different expectations before you get into it. Um, no spoilers. It's a beautiful reflection of his life and all these events that happened and were, you know, 
um, shaped him to be him, and I'm rambling, so I need to stop. But pass it for the children. 